Welcome to the Tethered Soul Podcast. I'm Nimisha Mehta. And I'm Ansa J. Bargav. Every week, we have inspiring and uplifting conversations about personal and spiritual growth and the magic of infinite possibilities. To quote Roy T. Bennett, to shine your brightest light is to be who you truly are. Welcome to the show. This is episode two. Again with uh, my guest, I was going to say, but really my co-host, Nimi. Are you around? I am. Hi, Ajay. Good to have you. Uh, Welcome, as always. And today's topic is an interesting one, isn't it? Yes, very interesting. Today's topic is balancing your masculine and feminine energies. That sounds fascinating. Tell me what you what you make of that. Well, for me, it is fascinating. I agree. For me, um, we were talking about being whole, and in our previous podcast, and uh, for me, this is a continuation of that, of being whole and what it uh, entails. And for me, it is balancing the masculine and the feminine energies inside of you. Right. And when you say masculine and and feminine energies, can you elaborate a little bit on on what that means to you? Because it, it doesn't really translate into gender it's not gender specific uh all of us carry masculine and feminine energies in us but i'd love to hear more about um if you could maybe touch on the distinction the difference between the two for me the masculine and the feminine energies reside in every single person. So yes, you're absolutely right. Gender uh, doesn't really matter. It's the two energies that uh, have specific, I'm going to say a a specific purpose. And they are, uh, there's of course advantages and disadvantages of each having each one in abundance. So this is why I said in the beginning when you asked, um, a balance is what we require, and uh, that is the work that uh, that needs to be consistent. But what I mean by masculine and feminine energies, each one of us has these traits, I'm going to say, or these qualities that uh, come out at certain times or certain situations in our lives and uh, certain phases even that uh, we sort of switch between the two energies. And uh, sometimes one dominates over the other uh, because the situation or the time requires it. Uh, So the perfect balance would be when you have both equally inside of you, but you bring out the one that you require in the moment and but you know the difference between how to switch between one and two and you know the difference between this is my masculine energy and this is my feminine energy coming out it's an interesting 
super interesting, um, super duper interesting uh, conversation uh, for sure. And um, you know, I did some uh, I did some work around. Obviously, you know, I've been studying you know various personal growth um, approaches around uh, you know levels of consciousness for for many years. And this, um, I recently did some did a did an interesting program with uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith, who's you know one of my spiritual teachers and a great influence in my life. And he talks about these levels of consciousness that we all have, you know, going from victim consciousness to manifester consciousness to channel consciousness and then leveling up to the universal consciousness. And uh, something that we're, probably most of you listening uh, to this podcast are familiar with is the manifester consciousness. And that's been the paradigm in the personal growth world for for many years, as long as I can remember, and I've been kind of following it for sort of sixteen years and sixteen plus years now, and um, and that's you know you make stuff happen. I even had a little sort of like a little billboard that, that said that uh, make stuff happen, or make make good things happen rather, and I did replace it uh, last year with uh, uh, let good things happen, which I find a lot more accurate and, and fitting for myself. But uh, I, I do like um, this particular approach. In the manifesto consciousness, we kind of tend to learn how to take responsibility for ourselves and take charge and embrace the agency that we have over our life and our life's decisions. And that's fine, right? We go on, we execute, we plan, we organize, we implement but we're limited in terms of our imagination based on what our minds can conceive, what our mind can, can, can conceive rather. Once, and once we move into the channel consciousness, as, as Michael refers to it, we start allowing ourselves to receive, become available to and open ourselves up to insights from beyond our intellect insights from you know source from god from the universe from uh, uh love beauty from intelligence whatever you believe in um and i find that to be incredibly powerful especially when paired with the um dynamics of the mus- masculine energies um in terms of implementation and and planning and moving forward what do you what do you make of that so what you just described is perfectly what uh you said you had a billboard that said make things happen and then you changed it to let things happen that's exactly what i was saying the masculine is the make things happen and the feminine is the let things happen is the um it's flow. And I'm not saying flow as in just sit back and do nothing and just let things happen. Flow. No, you have a balance of the two. So when you flow, you go inwards. You find your power. You find that connection that you have with source or with your higher self or with your intuition. Because that's where what you were saying was uh, the um, channeling. Um, 
that's where you get the ideas from. You get the ideas from a place of creation. And that's inside of all of us. It's, uh, it's the Kundalini awakening. I don't want to go too much into that, but it's where uh, things come to you and you, as ideas or as uh, things that uh, may not have come to you if you are in the make things happen phase or um, energy, because at that time, you're probably using more of your head than your heart or your soul. So I'm going to, to differentiate, I'm going to say one comes from the heart and one comes from the head. And when you said, let things happen, uh, if you were to balance that, you would say, let things happen. And then you would move into the masculine the next day when you get that idea into making that happen. So the idea will come from your uh, upper, you know, higher self your consciousness, and then you get up and you make it happen. So that's the perfect balance between the masculine and the feminine energies inside of you. And uh, that's what I meant, that you're able to switch between the two and that you're able to recognize the two. Uh, so the first one gives you the beautiful energy of from movement and from, it's just, it's raw. It's come to you as an idea as something that you imagined. And then the next thing you're going to do is move into your masculine and make it happen, which is direction, purpose, and grounded, right? The other one comes from up in the air, in the sky, when your head's in the clouds. And then the masculine energy will ground you. And then you come back to where to go from there. And uh, the direction comes from the strength and the stability comes from the masculine energy that you possess at that time. Yeah, so what I, do you think of that? Yeah, I, I, I like it. Uh, it makes perfect sense. And uh, I was I was thinking about how this po podcast came about. You know, this was not something that uh, you and I planned um, individually um, or had any idea how it would kind of play out. You know, it came through, you know, inspiration in the moment. And then we decided to to run with it, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I honestly feel that a lot of us, no, I'm, I am going to say this for sure, that we are comfortable in a certain energy. So for example, I'm not sure about you, but I'm very comfortable in my feminine energy. That's where I get all the ideas. I'm a very easygoing, flowy type of person in terms of personality as well, traits, um, habits as well. And I'm very comfortable here, but I do. Uh, so, so my, my journey is to balance between the feminine and masculine to bring in more masculine. Um, and that's fine. That's the balance that we seek to become whole. But uh, I'd like to ask you how that works for you. It's, um, it's fluid. Uh, it's probably my easiest or most accurate answer. Uh, last year, I was a lot more in my, I would say, in a state of receiving insights, ideas, you know, healing as well, some growth that needed to happen. And um, 
I'm finding myself this year moving, I wouldn't say back, but moving more into uh, a masculine sort of energy in terms of uh, moving things forward, uh, the insights of which I had last year uh, and that I'm now implementing. So it's, it's a good space, but it's always fluid. You know, it's difficult to say, I am this week going to be in my masculine and next week I'm going to be in my feminine, in my you know state of receiving, because you don't know when inspiration strikes, right? If inspiration comes to you um, and you're not receptive to it, you know, it, it, uh, it moves on. So it's important to be aware of that and also know it's fine. It's fine to, you know, uh, oscillate between the two uh, and it's pretty normal. It is. What happens when you um, have a situation that you feel requires your feminine side to come out? Well, it depends on, it's a very abstract question. It depends on uh, the situation. Going, <laughs> on the situation. If you have a lot of stuff going on, like if you're in the middle of implementing, mm -hmm. uh, you may not be as receptive, but that, and that's okay because you know you are actually implementing previous insights and that's fine as well. Uh, I try, so for example, I have a day a week at least, my sacred Saturday, I call it, where I uh, switch off. I stay off tech largely. I don't talk to a lot of people um, or, or no one, in fact, for most of the day. Um, I stay with myself in silence typically, and I read, uh, well, I listen to some music, but it's mostly, you know, frequency sort of based just to, to move me into a state of receptivity so i use tibetan sound bowls um, or certain particular type of frequencies to move me into or keep me into keep me in an alpha state uh, an alpha brain state so i can generate uh, or tap into my sort of higher intelligence and and uh, pull some pull some insights whatever wants to show up on the day uh, I do journal quite a bit on that day and I also read quite a bit, mostly not how-tos, mostly sort of spiritual books or books that will keep me in a state of uh, abundance and receptivity and gratitude. I find that works uh, very well for me. And uh, I was just prior to... Um, to, to my sharing this, um, you said something earlier that reminded me of this quote by Dennis Waitley, who is um, a motivational, motivational speaker, retired now. I think he's approaching 90 years old now. Um, he said he had a great quote that kind of stuck with me. And I remember seeing a little cartoon that went with it. Uh, the quote, I'm paraphrasing now, but the quote went something like, like this. You don't want to reach the top of the ladder only to find out that you leaned it against the wrong house. And for me, that quote is very resonant of balancing masculine and, and feminine energies because we can all hustle and grind and do stuff and be busy, but uh, you don't want to be at a point where you've hustled and, and grinded or ground, grinded, who knows? That's the ground. big mystery of today. <laughs> ground. <laughs> so uh, hustle and ground, I don't know, sounds a little off. But, it does, uh, but it's correct. <laughs> who knows? Oh, you are an English teacher. Oh, you were an English teacher after, after all. So let's, uh, 
thank you, Miss uh, Miss Nisha. Thank you for that uh, for that little insight there. But uh, yeah, you don't want to be in a position where you've invested, you know, fifteen twenty years of your life um, pursuing something uh, with blood, sweat, and tears, and then you realize, well, that's not really what I want. That doesn't really make me happy. And I was very much in that space, and not to that extreme. But you know, as an example, I had a, a, a lovely a corporate career, uh, very, very lucrative financially for sure. Uh, I've connected with great people. I got to travel. Um, it was you know in an area that I'm passionate about in, in technology. So it ticked all the boxes on paper, but uh, there were certain aspects missing um, because at the time I was chasing status, you know, and in particular titles. You know all these these fancy corporate titles, and um, it took me a while to realize that uh, that's not really what brought me any sort of happiness. Of course, it's nice you know, get a new title, you get new cards, maybe new privileges or perks, um, an increased package. That's cool. Grateful for that. But was it? bringing the fulfillment that I was looking for? And the answer, of course, is no. And that's the case for many other people as well. So, um, but my mind at the time was set on just moving up, you know, uh, in uh, in the hierarchy. So very linear type of growth. And I believe that's where the power of the feminine energy lies, is that you start becoming more receptive and open to things that are outside of your present paradigms your imaginations, you know, what you've experienced. And so you remain open to things that you couldn't have imagined or planned necessarily had you stayed in your in your masculine energy and, uh, you know, had you tried to make it happen on your own. That's really interesting, Ajay, because it sounds like you weren't in your divine masculine energy. You were in only a masculine energy. That's right. Uh, because the divine masculine actually does have direction, but also awareness. So when you said to me that, uh, when you just said that, um, you realized that that wasn't making you happy, uh, that awareness, that's when you brought in the divine masculine. So uh, there's, when you, when we think about masculine and feminine energies, uh, there's this go, 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 run, 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 let's get this done, you know, um, masculine energy, which is great. Like you said, you know, it gets things done and gets you titles and and all of that beautiful, you know, uh, whatever comes with it, uh, the perks. But uh, when you are in your masculine energy and you add divine to that, then you have stillness, you have awareness. And so you use all of that masculine energy and you use it in a, in a direction. Like you said, you know, you lean your ladder uh, on the, on well, the, the right wall, did you say, or house? Um, so that's when the divine masculine comes in. And the, the, the energy, the, the traits, the, the habits, all of that is very similar to the masculine energy, but now it's directed towards your purpose. And, and there's an awareness uh, of who you are and what you want out of life and what truly makes you happy and brings you joy. And having a balance between the divine masculine and divine feminine, that's the ultimate balance and joy 
that a person will feel when you have that balance between the two. Um, so that's very interesting that you brought that in. For me, I think they're both they're both equal, but they're opposite forces. So when you are in, let's say, a divine masculine energy and you are unable to be in both or switch between both, that's when the blocks come in. I feel that there are many of us who are on this path to uh, self, um, self-improvement, you can call it, or self-development. And there are some blocks that we don't realize that we have until there are situations that pop up and we're just like, wait, I already dealt with that. Um, but it showed up in a different way. And a lot of those blocks, if not cleared, I feel uh, will prevent that balance between the masculine and the feminine energy. And so I feel that some of the blocks that I have, I completely dwell in the divine feminine energy. So for me to bring in the divine masculine, I have to make a conscious effort to do so. Uh, But even then, there's a lot of feminine energy, even in my work. And a lot of... uh, emotion and power in internal power and flow in how I work, which is why I choose to do what I do. And, uh, and a lot of the, uh, some of the blocks that I, I may have prevent me from going into the masculine right away. It takes me a bit of a, maybe, maybe a few hours to get myself there, uh, to switch from the feminine to the masculine. And so I think that that's really important for us as well in terms of awareness and the work that we do on ourselves. I think that we have to continuously um, check in on ourselves to make sure that the blocks are being cleared, that, that, that the balance is not being prevented, and that we're not just relying or... Um, uh, depending on the the improvements or the you know uh, the journey we've made so far, and we're just like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm good, I'm doing well here. <laughs> so, and and I tend to do that sometimes, uh, and then and not realized that I need to be aware of a block that may have come up and that's preventing me from getting to that balance. So I don't know how how that you know I, I mean I'm working on it, uh, but I don't know how that resonates for you. Yeah, we, we're all, I guess we're all working on it. Um, and as coaches, of course, um, you know, we hold each other accountable. Uh, you mentioned the key word there, which is um, uh, awareness, raising your awareness, which is, a, which is a practice. It doesn't happen overnight. But, you know, that's why, that's what we tell our clients all the time, right? Uh, helping them and giving them the tools to uh, gradually step up their awareness, expand it to whatever is going on in their lives and see different perspectives to see things from from multiple perspectives which of course always exists right there's no one true reality necessarily and uh, and we'll probably move that to another uh, podcast episode in itself uh, that conversation but uh, yeah raising raising awareness around you know what state uh, we're in and why we do what we do, I think, is is key here. Um, and before we wrap, I'd I'd love to hear if you have, you know, for everybody listening now, 
And I mean, if you, if there's somebody listening, saying, "Well, I don't, I don't know what kind of frame I am in now, masculine, feminine," or if you're, if you find yourself sort of struggling to find a balance for yourself, um, what, what what tips, what sort of quick tips could you give somebody uh, that's listening now? Um, other than obviously uh, seeking out a, a, co- a coach to help with that, but um, to help find that uh, for themselves on a day-to-day basis. Thank you, Ajay. That's a really uh, great question. For a divine masculine energy, I'm, I'm going to just uh, go each one. Divine masculine would be uh, you feel grounded, but you are also compassionate. You are steadfast and stable, but also strong. You have direction, purpose, but you're also aware of what you're doing and where you're going. When you talk about the divine feminine, it's everything that comes from creation. That means dance, movement, Uh, the power that lies within you, the energy and freedom to become, to be. And the female is usually fluid, flowing, uh, sensual, raw, expressive. And that's where the manifestation lies. And when you get into the male energy, The manifestation is now in your vortex, as I call it. And then the male energy comes in and does all the legwork to to bring that in. But the vibration, that comes from your divine feminine energy. Oh, yes, the vortex, right. We'll probably probably do a separate episode uh, just on... We'll do a 10-part... Or actually, we're going to do a season vortex special. We're going to have vortex season uh, next time we do it. So yes, we'll dedicate please. 11 episodes just to the vortex because that's a powerful concept. Totally. Right. And you know I have a lot to say about the vortex. Uh, I do. Um, I do know that. Uh, and there is a lot to say about the vortex, to be fair. It's uh, it's a, a pretty amazing concept. And uh, you know whether you call it vortex or whatever else, but it's 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 powerful stuff when we talk about manifestation, which we will in an upcoming in an upcoming episode for sure. There's a lot to be a uh, lot to be shared around that. And uh, yeah, so just before we close, I will just briefly add one of my favorite grounding exercises. Uh, Nimi Yori spoke about uh, how to get into this this sort of flowy state, but to get into or to reground, um, and nature works amazingly well. You know, the Japanese have a whole culture around that called Shinrin Yoku, which means sort of forest bathing, uh, which I think is a loose translation. But um, you know, just being in the energy of a forest, or you know, uh, local woods if you have them around you, uh, experiencing you know the trees. If you can walk bare feet, you know, on grass or anything earthy. Um, on, on, on rocks, stones, on a beach. That's very grounding, obviously. Touching trees, plants, touching earth, if you're not able to get out of the house, which I appreciate, you know. 
uh, those of you listening to this, um, still in some kind of a lockdown, if you have plants at home, uh, dip your fingers into into the soil and and feel that texture, uh, or gently touch you know the the leaves of your of your house plants. So that can also work. And walking bare feet, of course, of course, is one of the the best things you can do. I you know from one of my last trips to to um, to San Diego, I picked up a couple of couple of tiny rocks from from the ocean and I took them with me and I have them on display here and so what I sometimes do is I pick them up and sort of rub them in my hands to feel that you know the energy from the ocean from that particular place and also to feel that earth energy so that's something else but of course um, for everything else you know feel free to uh, reach out to to myself to Namisha Links are down below in the show notes. Uh, you can always contact us. Our DMs are open if you want to learn more about this or indeed anything that we discussed uh, today on this podcast or any other podcast. So um, feel free to reach out. And uh, with that, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we'll see you next week. And I'll hand it off to Namisha for her closing thoughts. I love that. Yes, ground and meditate. Um, and with that, thank you so much, Ajay, and everyone listening. And um, take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Tethered Soul podcast. Be sure to tune in every week for inspiring and elevating conversations. And also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for more magic. To learn more about us, follow us on Instagram at RiseResilient and at HuntsAJB. As always, links are in the show notes. And if you are on Clubhouse, why don't you follow our club, Level Up Now Coaching. See you soon, and remember, you generate what you vibrate. So keep your vibrations high. <laughs>